everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in Broken Now Revive podcast. Um, I am your host, Jocelyn, and I have a very special guest here with me um, who is my guest host, and he is my brother, Vince Lamar. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm so excited uh, that you stepped out on faith and finally decided to do what God has been um, touching your heart to do and uh, just, you know, ministering to your spirit. Uh, so I'm so excited to be here with you today as your guest host uh, for Broken Now Revived podcast. Yes. Yes, you are. So basically, I want to... Um, God laid on my heart to do this podcast um, because it, it's a lot of broken people out there. Um, and it kind of helped me to reflect on the times where I was broken, the times that I may struggle. And life is hard and we never want to feel like we're alone. You know, like it's not just you who may be battling with something, um, but you're not alone with the things that you are going to. So this is going through. Um, but this is a safe space. Um, so we are going to be doing some real raw topics and we have a hot one today. What's the topic today? Rejection. Rejection. Ooh battling with rejection i know that's a lot um i know that a lot of people struggle in that area of uh rejection and sometimes it can be hard to talk about uh just because of all the feelings that come uh with it yeah uh so i'm excited that uh the lord led you to this specific topic yes. uh today uh just addressing um and talking about rejection Yes, yeah. I feel like rejection, that's something you cannot get through in life. You can't get around it. Mm -hmm. We get rejected some way, yeah. somehow. Um, but the issue lies in is when you start to battle with rejection. So how about we dive right in? Um, so what do you feel like rejection is? Like, what is rejection to you? You know, um, I think in layman terms, uh, a lot of times we think of and we look at rejection as um receiving a no mm -hmm. um but it's deeper than just the no um when we think about it and we think about rejection that goes into i don't want you mm -hmm. um i don't need you i don't desire you um your presence is unwelcome your contributions is unwelcome uh and ultimately there's no space for you here yeah. Um, like when I think about rejection, like it's bigger than just the no, right. you know, um, but when you think about it and you think about just, um, the overall, uh, experience of being, um, just rejected by somebody, uh, it also brings about just some, uh, ugly feelings within, mm -hmm. um, and then it makes you feel as though like, um, you're not good enough, mm -hmm. um, and you're not worthy enough. And um, when you start feeling those feelings, then that spirals into, you know, abundance of other issues. Yeah. How about you? I agree um, that rejection is like the ugliest feeling ever. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the ugliest feeling that you can ever um, go through, like deal with outside of like heartbreak. But rejection, child, ugly. Um, I feel yeah. like it comes to steal, kill and destroy everything. Mm -hmm. um, so to me, I feel like rejection I feel like you said it all like is is basically like we all get rejected from like no no you did not get this job we got we got a better candidate um you may hear a simple no you try to shoot your shot somebody may be like no thank you that's rejection but 
You know, the thing about rejection, though, is it isn't just um, you're not qualified or you're not good enough or you're not worthy enough, but it's in comparison to somebody else. Mm. If you didn't get the job, it's not that you're not the best candidate. You're not the best candidate. So we're going with someone else. I don't want to be with you, but I want to be with someone else. I don't want to give you love, but I want to love someone else, you know? And I think that in itself, you know, uh, then births comparison, Mm -hmm. uh, envy and jealousy mm-hmm. um it just really starts like unraveling the onion yeah. you know essentially because there's so many different layers to it yeah. um you know just as we're going through and like we're experiencing it you know yeah that's good okay like he he about to take it to church today <laughs> like he, he went deep into it and we know that all rejection of course is not bad because sometimes god mm-hmm. will reject some things to just redirect you mm-hmm. but we're specifically speaking about the bad rejection the one that hurts the one that we carry with that we carry mm-hmm. with us um i think all rejection hurts because yeah. when you think about it it's something that we want and that we're yeah. desiring and then if god is telling us no yeah and we're like, wait a minute. I already made up my mind that this is what I want. Exactly. And what you mean? No. Right. You know? Right. Like, God, what? It's me? What? Yeah. It's, and don't <laughs> let it be something that you've been praying and asking God for. Right. And then you think that it has finally arrived and mm. that you finally have reached like that point of, okay, this is this is getting ready to happen. Right. Finally. Yeah. And then it's still not it. Yeah. Exactly. Listen, you feel like God that hurts that you won't give me my yes, way. <laughs> yes, it hurts, but it takes maturity yes. in Christ. Yeah. Uh to not get mad and get upset and understand that um he's just redirecting. Yeah. And when we think about it, um, like the word of God says in the book of Psalms, like uh the steps of a good man is ordered by God. Yes. It's ordered by him. Um, so we just have to allow him to uh, direct us, lead us, and guide us and yeah. be okay with that. Exactly. Yes, that's very good. Yeah. So where do you feel? So like we talked about like rejection, mm-hmm. right? And the feelings of it and everything. Yeah. Where do you feel that sometimes is rooted from? Because I feel like it's deeper. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's deeper than just the 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 no or, you know, or having that maturity in Christ. Yeah. Where do you feel like it's rooted from, from people who actually battle with that? You know what? If I could take it um, to therapy, (laughs) a lot of times um, when we start thinking about deeply rooted issues, um, it generally always circles back to our childhood. And when we start really deep diving and exploring our childhood, it's like, when was the first time you truly experienced rejection? You know, and it's not just, and it's bigger than just like your little boyfriend or your little girlfriend or, you know, whatever yes. at that time. But uh, sometimes it comes from, uh, it's usually from an adult, mm. you know, <laughs> when we experience that rejection first from, yeah. and then it takes root from there. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes when it's from our peers, we can recover from that a little easier. Yeah. Uh, but when we experience rejection, and especially from someone that we, um, thought so highly of and looked to to be like our our leader our guide and that um pillar in our lives and they missed the mark and they're human yeah 
um, you know, that could be so devastating. Yeah. You know, and if I could relate it uh, to me, like when it first uh, uh, started for me, just with rejection, um, I would take that back to our dad. And, yeah. you know, I love our dad, no shade to him or anything like that. Um, but that was where, you know, my first experience of rejection came from, yeah. um, you know, was from our father yeah. um, and uh, his absence, you know, due to things beyond um, my control, your control, our control. Yeah. Um, but as a, a reflection of the choices that he made in life, yeah. because this was a thing when we talked about rejection in the beginning with it comes to jobs and relationships and different things like that is bigger than just being told no, but it's being told that I'm not your choice, right. you know? And when I thought about that, I thought about how dad would choose other things over his family yeah. and choose other things over than uh, other than us, yeah. you know? And then even in our adulthood, we would experience yeah. him still choosing other things. Though he didn't say, I reject you. No, it yeah. was uh, still rooted because it's like, man, it's like, when will I ever be your choice? When right. would you ever, you know, choose to give me the time, right. you know, choose to give me, you know, the, the full love, full choose to fully give me, you know, what I needed from you as my father, yes. you know, um, versus everything else, everybody else. You get what I'm saying? Yes, that's good. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. So that's, that's facts. I feel like um, rejection does root from childhood. Mm -hmm. You know, what's crazy. It can't even root from the womb. Mm -hmm. I, I read, a, I was reading a book about like breaking the spirit of rejection and he was explaining how you could be in the womb and feel rejected. Mm -hmm. um, you could be have just an absent parent, never even met them and deal with rejection. So mm -hmm. it's, it's deeper than than us. I feel like um, it definitely starts from childhood. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't recognize until we keep going in life, then yeah. the spirit comes and I feel like it kind of get bigger and bigger mm -hmm. and bigger because you never dealt with the root of the issue. Yeah. Um, so I definitely feel like it's still from childhood. That's where people start to battle from mm -hmm. it. Because I feel like in your dog years you know we get a rejected along mm -hmm. the way but i feel like the battle comes in it in at is when it's through childhood but you know what though when we think about um it from childhood and we think about some of the ways that we would cope mm -hmm. um just even with the rejection a lot of times we carry those same uh attributes over into our adulthood and that's why you see a lot of childlike adults um, especially like when they're rejected and how they're reacting and how they're responding, because a lot of times it's the way that they used to react or respond even as a child, but it has matured. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it might be um, that spirit might have matured in a way where it's like you respond in just total bitterness or you can't uh, think anything uh, good about anybody else or you got this um, defense mechanism where it's it's like you expect the worst from everybody in mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. And then if it's a, and if it works out good, then it's a miracle, yeah. you know? Um, but those are some of the things that we um, tend to adopt as our coping mechanisms uh, to help us to um, 
go through and get through, right. you know, and I, I, I look at people's behaviors all the time, especially like when they're feeling like rejected mm -hmm. and you can almost see like a spirit in them just like, like rising. coming, rising up, yeah. you know, just from a deep and a hurt place. Right. Um, and they never figure out how to manage, yeah. um, you know, when they felt rejected. Yeah, that's good. And um, certain characteristics too is like perfectionism. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you want to be a perfectionist? Yeah. Why can't you just never be human and be wrong sometimes? Like, you know. Yep. So that's another um cause of how you know yes. you're dealing with rejection. Because being a perfectionist means you're what you're saying is, if it's not right, I'm not going to be wanted, or what. I'm doing isn't going to be accepted or welcomed. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it has to be right because everybody has to love it because I can't fathom or emotionally handle if they don't like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's good. Okay. So we got to who, like where we think is rooted from. So I know you mentioned like um, childhood and, mm -hmm. you know, like our father and everything. So have you ever struggled? Like, although, you know, as a kid, you don't really know you're struggling with it as a child, yeah. but now that you are an adult, like, do you feel like you ever struggle with it, like, or battle with it? Um, I think, uh, more so probably as a teenager, um, an early, um, a younger adult, mm -hmm. um, more so than, um, now it's, it's not really something I, deal with um now like at this point in my life yeah. uh and what got me to that point was acceptance um and I tell people all the time the sooner that you can start accepting some things um about your life the better off you're going to be yeah because the thing is I had to accept the fact that though those were his choices his choices had nothing to do with me yeah. but everything to do with him right and I had to be okay with that I also had to be okay with the fact that he would never live up or measure up to my expectations. He can only be who he is. And I had to learn how to love him from that place. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't mean that you don't have boundaries or anything like that, but it's adjusting yourself mm -hmm. so that you can live and get through. Yeah. Um, or I guess you can call it a coping mechanism. Uh, but it takes maturity to get to that place because it will be foolish of me to sit back and just expect him to do all the changing. And I do not. Yeah. I have to change. Right. Because think about it. And I tell people this all the time. This is my favorite thing to do uh, when I'm talking to people. Close your eyes and think of two things about yourself that you do not like. And think about how long you've been trying to change those two, th two things about yourself. And ask yourself the question, has it changed yet? Mm -hmm. And your answer is likely no. So if you can't even change you, yeah. what makes you think that you could change somebody else? Ooh, that is a word right there. Wow. <laughs> if you can't even do it for yourself, what makes you think that you can do it for somebody else? Right. You just got to accept it. And if you can't accept it, you just need to go. Right. Yeah, that's good.
like what makes you think you can change someone else <laughs> sometimes we think that we can oh I can get this person to change I can get this person to be free from this like you gotta want it to actually be free yeah. you know and that's even with ourselves we have to actually want it in order to change in order to be free um so I feel that okay you battled with rejection and you overcame it when yeah. in your adult years like younger adult years I would say younger adult years um and it's like I, I feel like I I feel like God matured me um a lot faster than he did the rest of my siblings. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, um it was a lot uh, in our lives that I had already processed, mm -hmm. I've already accepted, and God was already dealing with me concerning it so that's why when some of my actions didn't align with what you all thought you know I should be doing or you know um engaging or whatever the case may be I was in my process already yeah and later in life I feel like that's when you all started catching up and started seeing what I had already saw and started working through and doing the work with years ago yeah yeah so i feel that um i i feel like childhood though i feel like I, of course i dealt with rejection mm -hmm. um we were in the same house so of course mm -hmm. i dealt with rejection um but i can remember the feeling it's when i was went to school and you just get bullied mm -hmm. rejection can come from bullying yeah it's like i don't fit in here i don't belong I'm getting picked on. I'm getting talked about. I'm getting called on my name. I don't even know y'all. I didn't even do nothing. And I'm here getting bullied. <laughs> but the funny thing about the bully, mm -hmm. sister, is um, the bully is also, too, battling with rejection. Yes. And it makes them feel better about themselves because they're putting themselves in a more superior position, but in an unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I have rule over you and rule over your mood and how you feel about yourself, your confidence, your self-esteem, what you think of yourself, how you flow throughout the day, um, then it makes me feel better um, about myself because now I feel like I'm not a loser, mm. you know, or that um, I have to, this is how I get my respect. Yeah. And I get my respect by taking something from somebody else. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times they're dealing with and they're battling with rejection even in their own household. Yeah. And they don't know how to deal with it or cope with it, um, you know, the whole nine. Um, you know, being a substitute teacher and being in the classroom um, and, you know, also being in God, um, I see things differently than the regular teacher. Um, I look at the children and I look at their personalities and everybody has a role in the classroom. Yes. Um, every single person. There's those, um, there's the leaders, there's the bullies, there's the goody two-shoes, there's the um, know-it-all, there's, um, you know, the laid-back one that just kind of, you know, quietly maneuver just throughout the room. And when you think about it, these are all survival tactics. Yeah. And when you really sit back and you think about it, it's 
everybody wanting acceptance. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody wanting acceptance and them going about it in a way that they know how to survive and get it and obtain it. So there's some kids who's like, look at me, look at me. I'm in your face. Attention seekers. Attention seekers, (laughs) yes. Then there's the ones that's just like, you know what? Maybe if I don't say nothing and I don't cause no problems and I stay out the way, I don't have to deal with it. But maybe they will also still notice me and Mm. notice that I'm not problematic. Yeah. And want me around and invite me into these spaces. You know, so it's it's so many, you know, dimensions like to this thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I feel like um mine definitely stirred from like being bullied and I grew up like saying I don't fit in. And I'm like, oh God got me standing out because I don't fit in. But then I realized it was rejection speaking. (laughs) And I went, even in my adult years, like, I feel like I just overcame rejection probably just a, a few years ago. And I, I'm I'm now at the point, like, I realized it was rejection, but when I overcame that, I, I did not know it was rejection until, like, recently. I'm like, oh, I was dealing with rejection all these years. Mm-hmm. And I, in my adult years, I don't fit in. I don't belong. Can I fight like the enemy speaking? You don't belong. But it's like, he tried to get you to, um walk out of your purpose walk out of um, what god has for you walk out of Mm -hmm. something that you're doing like you may do stuff and feel like you're just not good enough um so it's like it was things that i was talked out of like i'm not good enough i don't belong here like i'm nothing you know so it's like i'm looking down upon myself because of the words that other people spoke over me before i even knew my true identity wow so um so yeah that's tough Mm -hmm. um because that the hardest part is while you're searching for your identity and you're dealing with rejection, you now start adopting that rejection in is is who you are and yeah. that's your portion and that's yeah. not true. Right. So you start maneuvering and navigating through the world um, as a rejected person. Mm-hmm. Um, your responses is responses of those uh, and of one that have suffered, you know, from rejection. Uh, your mindset uh, starts centering around um, a person that has struggled from rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, how you interact um, and just your your temperament and your level of sensitivity um, generally yeah. uh, is rooted from all of those feelings of uh, being rejected. Yeah. And I was very sensitive. Like my brother, he has like tougher skin, right? So I like to go to people who got tough skin. Like tell me, am I tripping? <laughs> tell me, am I tripping? Cause child, I know I ain't tripping. So it's like, I was so sensitive and I'm like, God, why am I so sensitive? Why does everything cuts? Why does it hurt? Like, why am I sensitive? I don't want to be sensitive. We deal with cruel, this is a cruel world. So it's like, I need tougher skin to live in this world. So I did not know, like, always there from rejection. I also have been shy since I was a kid. And it's like, I'm like, I'm just shy. But what it started to feel like in my adult years was I'm being, 
I'm I I put myself in a cage, but also I feel like the enemy has put me in a cage. And when I flourish out of that cage, I feel like he sometimes still try to steer me back in where with oh you don't fit in or you're doing too much or you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like all these mind battles start to play start to go in place, and it's like I want to go back in my cage, but it's like that's where the enemy wants me. You know what? This is something that I do that people never understood and uh, know why I do it. But, um, you know, I, I love to sing, but I can't sing well. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I get on the Internet and I sing. Mm -hmm. um, and people be like, oh, my God, be quiet. Like, shut up. Like, you cannot <laughs> sing. I know I can't sing. Yeah. But for me, the more comfortable I am putting myself out there doing things that I'm not good at, the yeah. more confident I become. Right. Because it's like, I know for myself, I'm not great at this thing. Yeah. But it also puts me in a position, too, where it's like, I don't care what you think. Exactly. Because singing brings me joy. Right. <laughs> and yeah. when we think about it, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm -hmm. And I find joy just within singing. Yeah. Um, I, I love music. I, I, I like how it makes me feel. Um, I love my playlist options. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, can't nobody touch me, you know, when it comes to uh, <laughs> my playlist. But with that, though, the more I do the very thing that people have told me to stop doing and that I'm not good at, um, the more confident, you know, I feel. And it's like, you know what? I feel like singing. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to sing. I don't <laughs> care who's present. I don't care if you think I can do it well. I don't think if you, I don't care if you think I'm 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 the worst person you ever heard at it. But I'm to a point where I'm so comfortable in my skin yeah. that I don't care. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and you can say whatever you want to say. Um, but um, this little light of mine, I'm yeah. going to let it shine. But what I'm saying is, and it's bigger than just singing, mm -hmm. but it's when I'm doing something that God has called me to do and it feels uncomfortable will you still do it yeah and sometimes we just need to start practicing doing a thing that makes us feel so uncomfortable so that when God presents what it is that he's truly calling us to do will you be confident enough for your response to God being yes I may not have all the answers. I may not be completely good at it, but God, I give you a yes. Yeah. I'm going to obey you. I'm going to submit to this assignment and I'm going to do what you're calling me to do. So you get my yes. Yeah. Um, I don't care how I look, what people say about me, how uncomfortable I am doing it. I'm going to do it because this is what God is calling me to do. Yes, that's good. You know, you definitely have to just shoot for it. One thing about my brother, he would try he tried a lot of stuff <laughs> if it don't work out it don't work out if it do then wonderful but one thing about him he's going to explore all of his options like all of it he just posted something on um, facebook the other day you did like tuxedos and stuff and i was like it's just so funny to see like how many things he did in life and nothing he did not let that stop him you know um so i feel like if you don't overcome rejection you will not you can't shoot for the stars because it's going to always hold you back. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was very good. Like, very, very good. Like, I pray, like, somebody got um some wisdom from this or some mm -hmm. help. Um, But what would be some words of wisdom? So as we end this episode, like, what would be words of wisdom um, or advice that you would give someone out there who may be battling or struggling with rejection now? Um, 
my final words that I would share with somebody um, battling and struggling with rejection is um, go back to that place where uh, it first started for you and accept what was and accept the fact that you cannot change the past, yeah. but you have the ability to rewrite your future um, and you should find beauty and confidence in that mm -hmm. um, and allow God to do the uh, rest of the work uh, just in you and through you. Yes, that's very good. Um, some words of advice I would give you is know that you are good enough. You are good enough. You are valuable. And if nobody else accepts you, know that God has accepted you. Um, and we are we do need, you know, we need people. We do need people. It took me a long time to say that. I'd be like, I don't need nobody. I am good with me and Jesus. But you do need people. But know that God loves you first and start to love yourself. When you love yourself, I feel like you won't so much struggle and battle with rejection. Um, because when you don't love you, you're looking for anybody to love you because you're mm -hmm. you're battling with just that rejection. So learn to love yourself. Um, do things that make you happy and just know that you're valuable on earth. And we love you. So, yes. So we thank you for tuning in to Broken Out Revive podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this, leave a comment, um, like and subscribe. Um, we will be posting this on YouTube, um, Apple podcast. Um, so, yeah. So we hope you guys enjoy and we will see you on our next episode.